Hiya, I'm Tiff. I'm Miss Adventurous. And this week, I'm trying something a little bit different. Um, I've come to realize that money is a really big taboo subject. Um, no matter where you are, um, what job you have, you know, your life situation, where you are in the world, how old you are, the one constant thing that everybody has in common is that, or most people, except for, you know, the hippies and the vegans that have their earth ships, um, the big constant is the fact that everybody uses money. And um, I'm really interested in the difference and the, and the sort of perspectives that people have and how people look at money because I guess how you how much you make would really influence how you view money. So I'm going to start small, start grassroots with people that I know, have a chat with them who I think you'll find are probably in a very similar state to where I am. At some point, I'd like to speak to someone who's probably doing the same thing as me so that I can give you my own perspective of you know, how I value money and everything like that. This is going to remain anonymous. So whoever I speak to, and if you do want to have a chat with me about money, um, awesome, please do get in touch. But I think there's a real beauty in the fact that people can freely talk about this money and how much they earn, how much they pay in tax, how much they've got in the super without feeling like they're going to get chased after and things like that. And that'll be a really big thing. And the more people that I speak to, I think it will be just really interesting to speak to people on really different sides of the coin. So from, you know, uh, 15 year olds who have just started and what they spend all their money on to big CEOs and, you know, their, uh, I don't know, five gram a day Coke addiction and things like that. So don't know where I'm going to go with that just yet, but it's definitely a start. So here is the very first edition of so this is where my money goes so my money goes towards no, 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 oh, this, so this is where my money goes do you know how much you make in a year a year i make about fifty thousand per year without overtime so not including overtime and as a base salary so i talk about like per week and whatnot that's a lot easier for me to break down okay yep. tell me how much you make a week so roughly between so i'll make about 890 take home 890 to 1100 a week taking home wow. depending on overtime and saturday work right um so that's between 1100 and 1500 a week so then what's the most you've taken home 1500 take home uh 1100 right yeah currently and that's after tax after tax Damn, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> How many hours a week are you that? Ooh, that's about up to about 50 hours. So logged on, lock, like written down in the timesheets, about 48 hours a week. Um, and above that, a lot more. So realistically, it's about 51 hours, 52 hours a week. Right. Yep. And contractually, you're full-time, casual, part-time? Casual, but full-time hours. Do you like that? Oh, 100%. I think... Working casual at a full-time hours, you have the flexibility of a casual, um, but security of a full-time. Having having constant work and not where I'm at now is I'm not relying on where I'm going to be working next. Yeah. I know that I'll, I'll have a job, so having at the pay rate of a casual is pretty good. But obviously no bonuses, no leave or sick leaves, that sort of thing. If I need to earn money, I have to work no matter what. Does that change your mentality of your job? No, I don't think so. I think it's it helps it. Being full-time, there's a lot of obligations and not being flexible with my hours and not having 
to really have an expectation to work harder than I have to. So now it's working casual hours. Anything above what I'm expected to do is a bonus. And that's better on my side of things. How old are you? 30. Uh, what is your job? Mm-hmm. So I am a laborer, construction laborer, which is very basic, like just a hand when things need to be done with no qualifications. Do you normally need qualifications to get your job? No, not at all. How much experience have you had laboring? In full-time construction, as a laborer, it's probably four to five years now, but I've been working in other construction jobs for more than 10 years. Are there people in the same age as you working your job? Yes, very much so. Um, Labor work and labor hire is everywhere. I think it's one of those jobs where, especially in New South Wales, anyone without qualifications can make it in the society. What's your hourly rate? 27 per hour. And that's not EBA. If it's EBA, which is a union job site, it's 30 plus, 35 plus. Wow. Yeah. Is that like the dream? Mm, It's ideal, but I don't hope for it because where I'm at is a very good job site. Good safety, which is very important. Um, and sometimes you have to make sacrifices of travel so a lot of EBA sites will be either be in Sydney or two hours drive away now I'm two hours drive away I like where I'm at 20 minutes away yeah I think that's that's a good compromise how hard was it to get your job? I walked to the office and signed my life away <laughs> um, so where I'm at now like the actual to get a job for this company is just you're interested you've got uh, induction white card which allows you to work in construction in Australia and that's it just signed up walking to the office and signed it up straight away um, but for my job site they needed someone and I was suggested from a friend who couldn't make that job site so it's like a word of mouth yeah. thing yeah moving on to your life so where do you live? I live in Wollongong how much money do you pay in rent? I pay nothing in rent at the moment my landlord refuses to take money off me, but I've got a plan to make sure he gets it. Well, that's amazing. You don't pay rent. <laughs> no. Do you know how much rent would be if you were to pay rent? Yes, so it'd probably be about 150 to 200 a week. And how much do you spend? So you said that you make 1100 That's your average, mm-hmm. right? Average is about 1000 How much of that do you spend on bills? On bills, which would, right now would just be rental, the, the putting aside part rental food and uh, petrol uh, that would be groceries I think it's about sure so about 150 on the rental side 50 for petrol in a week and about 100 for groceries which is excessive that's including snacks and things that I really don't need if that's I, all spent at the supermarket that's all spent at the supermarket yeah. that's including like fast food if I don't like, if I can't be bothered cooking I'll go get that as well do yeah. you have a phone? yes do you pay for that? Yes. How much do you It's pay? about 40 per month. 40 a month? Yeah. Do you have any debts? No, none to institutions. Yeah. So family was a bit different. Yeah. Are you actively paying off your family debts? No. Do you have any other outgoings? Uh, like, do you have any hobbies? Yes, I do. Um, a lot of it's driving, so a lot of it's petrol, which is included part of the bills. Just go on adventures and whatnot. So nothing that really takes a lot of my income. It's more my time. You don't go to the gym, you don't go shooting, you don't go kayaking. Nothing. (laughs) Um, When it comes to disposable income, so you've got $1,000 a week, 300 of that goes to uh, outgoings Mm -hmm. and necessities. Yep. 
then how much do you allow yourself to have disposable income out of that 700 that's left? Uh, probably about 100 a week. Yeah. Does that include, um, you know, going out for dinner, going out for drinks, that sort of thing, social? Half and half. Um, a lot of my basic would be part of that income. So that 300 is all part of groceries and petrol will be part of the outgoing. So I'll take to a fact of, is it necessary? Can I cook? Can I not cook? And how necessary is this? Let's say going out for dinner will it be like, what's the excessive cost versus cooking at home? And also the mentality of socializing because it's very important. So how many nights a week will you go out? Probably one to two nights a week. And how how much do you spend roughly? Oh, average? An average about thirty per night. And what will you usually do when you socialize? Will you go out for dinner? Mm. Will you go out for drinks? Mainly dinner and, and coffee. So roughly, if it's let's say it's two, mm-hmm. two nights a week, sixty dollars. So now you're on three hundred and sixty. What happens to the other six forty? So my savings plan is usually if it's uh, 900 a week, I'll put 600 away straight to savings. So every week, will you do that without fail? Yeah. The women I get paid, it's straight to savings. The and rest... You live on the other three or whatever. Yeah. What are you saving for? Um, I'm trying to save up for a passion project, which has been in the works for a few years. Um, and I need to save for my living expenses and my travel costs to do these things. Have you estimated your travel costs and how much all this will cost? Yep, so... Do you have a goal? My minimum goal is 15000 and ideally it'd be about 20000 um, That includes a big sum of it will be to a purchase for travel um, and the rest will be living expenses. But this is all contingency, like just in case anything happens... I plan to work on on the way to make up for it. So whatever I save up now and the X amount that's left over from the big expenditure, it will be just in case things hit the fan. What sort of income do you hope to make in five years? So you're saying that your your weekly income is about a thousand in five years' time. Do you can you see yourself making that same amount? Maybe more, maybe less. Mm, I'd say more. after my project, it should be ideally opening my own business. And so you have a higher turnover then? Obviously, you have your own income, like an hourly wage for yourself. But for the business business income, it would be a lot more. So roughly two to three times the amount. Talking about retirement, uh, you have a goal of saving $20,000 for the next, say... Two years. Five. How much do you think you will need to have to retire in terms of... Can be minimum, like whole wealth, can yep. be assets in that, can be money put away. Like, what do you think? What would make you turn around and, and retire with? For the rest of my life, I think it's a hard one because that's always changing. It's very much an existential decision of how much I can use to survive. So, right now, like for my, my project, I'm estimating about, estimating about oh, 100 max per week. On 100 bucks a week. On living. On living. Very, very basic. Um, very minimalist. Um, and if that can carry on to retirement, which is very good, um, but also understanding the, the decision to settle down and have, I guess, the nest to to rely on or keep doing this project 
and retire in a place where you don't need such, I guess, a, a backup plan, so to speak. When you say a backup plan? Like a house or a retirement fund, let's say. It's more of having a basic amount to survive, which I can also scavenge up myself. Like, let's say if I need to fish, I don't really need to. Like, I buy a sailboat and live on the sailboat and fish for the rest of my life until I'm gone versus having a nest egg and relying on that. And then the stresses of what happens as I get older, how do I take care of myself, who takes care of me, that sort of thing. Mm. <laughs> when was the last time you checked like a super account of yours? Probably six months ago. And are you happy with the how much is in there? Uh... I think so. Um, using what I had in there, I can probably survive for 15 years wow. on on the basic amount, like on... The $100 a week. Yeah. Do you think that you could live comfortably on 100 bucks a week for the rest of your life? That's always changing, but right now I, I think I can. I've lived very comfortably on less. In Australia? In Australia. Not including rent. But if I was to go for the, the sailboat option, that's very, very easy to, to complete. But if I was renting, different story. The cost of rent plus the expenditure, I think I can definitely do that. It'll bring it down to maybe eight years, ten years at the moment. This is without working for quite a big sum to earn to build up the super. Would you do it or would you want to have the cash? Mm, Undecided yet. I think it's it's a goal to be self-sufficient but also not, not have to have... Not, not have to worry like it's like not having to worry about surviving but also being able to do things like the pur- the purpose of living a shorter life but having a fulfilled life intensive expenditure what do you need to have to have a fulfilled life what, what are the big things that mean your mm, money isn't a concern i think it's more activity um obviously some things you do need the equity to, to do those things but there's also a sacrifice of living simpler to allow those things to happen. An observation of in, in our society now is having certain equity and funds and housing, whatnot. The stresses to build that up or to have to acquire those things and then to retire, we sometimes lose touch of what our purpose is. Um, and having to not stress about those things and accepting what I can do without such funds I think I can do that I guess to fulfill have a fulfilled life without having the, like the normal social expectations of house retirement fund this and that would you say that you're living within your means right now 100% 100% I think it's I guess the first question would be what my value of money is I'd say that I'm hun- money hungry so that I can fulfill a purpose but I don't value money that the way that normal society does. How do you value it then? I value money as a way that it fulfills a basic need and need being as part of like the, the Maslow's hierarchy of needs, you know, food, warmth, shelter, those needs as opposed to oh, I need these pair of shoes or I need this car or I need this, I need this status. It's more of how much I can earn so that my purpose in life can be fulfilled. And what is your purpose? I think my purpose is to try and give back, but uncover, 
I guess the essence of but what everyone's purpose is in life. Because I've gone through my own like darkness and shit that I'm not afraid. I'd say I'm not afraid of death because I've come close to it. So I don't value society's expectations of what I need to do to survive. Because I, I, a lot of people go through life fearing death. So they need to be this or be that and acquire this and acquire that. So my needs are more get my or acquire this equity so that I can feel a purposeful life because I don't fear death anymore. Who'd have thunk it that when we first sat down and started talking about money that we would have ended with the fear of death or lack thereof? See what I mean about how money is so different to everybody's life, to every single person's life, that there's reasons and there's motivations as to why we look at it the way that we do. So interesting. So cool. If you do want to talk to me about money and if you have a really interesting take on money, I'd love to hear from you. Hit me up, T-H-G-R-O-U-G-E at Gmail or just send this to your mates. (laughs) 